You're tuning in to the Copacetic Hour. This is the Copacetic Hour. Why don't you just chill? This is the copacetic hour. Copacetic is a term meaning everything is fine, cool, and in excellent order. This podcast is an area for open discussion, but not for the weak-hearted nor the simple-minded. And although we may not always agree, we will always exemplify respect. But at the same time, nobody, and I do mean nobody, is exempt from getting these jokes. Everything is copacetic. Yes, this is the Copacetic Hour, episode 24. What's good, y'all? How y'all doing? Everybody, how everybody what's living? Up? What's the deal? What's up, what's up? up with you? That's what's up. That's what's up. Episode 24. Today, we got a sports day. You know what I'm saying? We're going to talk about oh. almost everything under the sun. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Yo, what's good, everybody? It's your boy, Brady B, back at it again. What up, y'all? It's your boy Kyrie from the Creek. What up, though? It's your boy CD. What it do? It's your boy Fitz. What's the deal? What's the deal? What's the deal? It's DQ, man. Happy to be back. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's so let's get into our first topic. Okay, we're gonna start. We're gonna go from the the puppies to the big dogs. You know what I'm saying? So let's start off with college football. So right now, college football. Schools are canceled. You know what I'm saying? So nobody is, no regular-ass student is on campus, you know, going to classes and doing shit. But the motherfucking football teams are definitely at that motherfucker practicing, doing everything that you, tech quote-unquote, shouldn't be doing. You know what I'm saying? So that once again proves that these motherfuckers is workers. You know what I'm saying? Like, they should be getting paid a salary, goddammit. It's, it's fucked up. The whole shit is fucked up. Yeah, I agree, man. Uh, I mean, I think it's starting to show that, that this college shit is really a business at this point. You know what I'm saying? Facts. And and these 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 young these young adults is, is keeping these universities open. And Facts. if that means them coming in there jeopardizing their health, you know what I'm saying, to have a football season, they're going to do it. You know what I'm saying? And I think that right there just how, how, they, how they taking care of everything when it comes to the corona shit look at the Clemson situation, I think over 30 players tested positive, but you know what I'm saying? They still practice and they still up and they're doing that at that point. You know what I'm saying? If, if y'all still saying college athletes should get paid, man, I don't know what else got to happen. Right. Facts. Yeah, bro. I definitely agree with everything DQ just said. And I, I feel my, like my heart goes out to the, to the student athletes or whatever. Cause it's, I mean, so often we forget that it's student athletes and not the other way around. But more importantly, you know, a lot of these motherfuckers are, are going to these schools or getting these scholarships because they figuring this is their way out. And they mm-hmm. up against a rock and a hard place because it's like, yeah, you want to keep your, your health and your safety and all that intact. But it's like, if I don't play, what's my chances of getting to the league now? Like, can I prolong this even further? What about the seniors that's coming in for the next year? Like, shit been lined up for them people who are high prospects to be lottery picks, et cetera, et cetera. So it's just, it's all fucked up. But at the end of the day, just like DQ said, these universities, they want to get their money one way or another. Um, it's big business at the end of the day. And whether that be 
boosters or, or shareholders, motherfuckers <laughs> is holding them accountable to that to that bottom line. So it's just crazy yeah. to see it happening. Yeah, and like you said, man, like student athlete, like the kids can be on campus to to practice for football, but they can't be on campus to to study or get ready to graduate this next semester. You know, like crazy. they generate billions off these kids, you know, but but you know, they don't want to look out, you know. You see the Zion Williamson stuff happening, you know, like they just keep trying to, to just pull them down, though. You know, getting money off these kids, though, but they can't get no money. Facts. Right. And basically, Sean, what's more important than them at this point? It ain't even help. It's about that money. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I agree with everything and just building off like what I heard. I think uh, uh, Brady and Kyrie just saying about like the, as far as like the kids, I think about it around. Of focusing on them, I think the kids though on the other side, like they have to be there because what other options do you have coming from certain environments? Like that's the one way to get out. So they kind of between again, like someone said, a rock and hard place in the aspect of they like shit. I either go play here or I could go home and get into all the wrong things. So we don't want to discourage the kids from not playing college football. So you know, like I would say, just then what do we do as a different incentive? Because they obviously get gonna get their money off the kids, right? Right. I mean, why not ensure that every college athlete gets a guaranteed degree? I don't care if it take them four years, two, or 20. They should be able to at least say, I graduated from this school that I gave a lot of money to. That should be a bare minimum. I mean, like, let, let, let's incentivize it, I would say. How do we take it to the next level? Because I think, you know, everybody, you know, we said, like, what the issue is. That, that's bullshit. Them being there, they're not getting paid. They're getting money. So... Let's, let's put it on education. Give these kids a guarantee at least chance to even in not at a sport at life. And I mean all athletes, lacrosse, water polo, basketball, football. Now, I would say as far as in the money incentive, that's what I think it really comes down to. They make all this money. If I can get another deal, whether it be a shoe deal, a, a cartoon deal, a, mm-hmm. a bike deal, you know, let me get that money. Other college kids can that's on them. That's if I got my talent, regardless of any sport. I mean, that means I'm marketable. Hannah right. Montana was getting money. Miley Cyrus was getting money at 9, 10, 12. So you're going to say that athletes can't? What's the difference? Right. I, I agree right. with that big time, man. And then, um, and you, you touched on the, um, as far as other endorsements. And like, if you look at some of these, these college athletes, and we're talking about big time college athletes. They the neighborhood heroes at this point. Oh, so you mean to tell me some, some small businesses back in their city, they'd love to have them do a little commercial for them or something like that, put some money Absolutely. in their pocket. And I think sure. another thing with that, a lot of these colleges, they want these athletes to be on campus right now because they don't have the luxury of, 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 of being somewhere ducked off and not getting into trouble. So they're looking like, well, if you're here, even though your health is right. being at risk, at least I got eyes on you and I know what you're doing. Because a lot of these young niggas, they're not in school. They're not doing nothing. And you know probably everybody that they fuck with is probably back in the hood. So that's the people that they're going to be dealing with every single day. So I think that um, a lot of it has to do with them just want to keep eyes on these athletes. But with that, man, I think that whole uh, guaranteed degree thing, man, that's a big deal. That's that's huge. Yeah, I like that. That's a, that's a good incentive. I like that. Now, with the college football season, because they're trying to make these niggas play, what do y'all feel about, like, the Big Ten, I think, is the only one as of right now that is um, saying that they're going to play, but they're only going to be playing conference games. What do y'all think about it going back to like the 1950s and shit where they're only playing in your conference? What do y'all think about that? My question is, what's the difference though? What's what's the difference? 
you're still playing other teams and, and being around other people. Right. Right. I'm about to say, and them teams, all of them teams is 50, 60 people deep. And that's just the player roster. Like, we're not even thinking about coaching staff, um, medical staff, ball boys, ball girls, whatever you want to like call it. Like, we're not thinking about all the people that it takes to get into that. So it's just like, and we're not talking about grown men either. Granted, I mean, I know we're going to talk about, you know, other stuff with other leagues and stuff like that too. But, like, these are all still 17 or 22, 23-year-olds. And nice. y'all trying to entrust them with this level of safety and security. And it's, like I said, ain't no basketball team. It's 60-plus people every squad. So regardless yeah. of in-conference or on-conference, it's a health risk. Back. Yeah, I was gonna say it's re- it's really like a hundred. You know, in college yeah. you got like a, you got a hundred kids on the sideline, where rather than red shirt practice mm-hmm. players, whatever it is. So th- that's not even the, the real question. The real problem is the fans. Like, if you're saying fans can come to these uh, in conference games, why can't they go travel out of conference? They still gotta travel. It's not like the in-conference games are all in the same state, you know, so you're still traveling at the end of the day, you know. Yeah, I agree with that. This is, that, this is a no-brainer. I say what, this, what we make this is like a elevated middle school football. You play the schools within a bus ride. Games in middle school football, shit, you know. Right. <laughs> so the game will still be entertaining and it, I think it makes the most sense though. So facts. Yeah. It'll bounce back. I mean it's more that's a money scheme, but safety wise, it just makes the most sense. It it favors like the whole concept, it favors certain teams though, you know, like yeah. um Clemson, you know, unless somebody mm-hmm. steps up over there, you know, as far yeah. as the Big Ten, you got Ohio State. I mean, rather whoever's gonna step it up and I challenge them, you know, like so. It, it kind of lets, yeah, it's, it, right. it favors the powerhouses, you know, LSU, Alabama, you know, Oklahoma, Texas, if they want to compete. But mm-hmm. uh, I mean, you know, it even puts Notre Dame in a bind, you know, this <laughs> they throw them in the ACC. It, it definitely will, I say, will play to the favor of those, but then it's always like the upsets every year, so I think it is still right. Bad. And sound the end, but I agree with that point yeah. fully. Like, you know, It'd you got to win in school. Like, I, I mean, I think not even the power conferences. Think about those smaller conferences that have the same teams coming out like every year. Particularly like in basketball, you see that more frequently. Right. But you get, like somebody coming out the swag is dominating four or five years. You know, mm-hmm. along with that, I just don't see how they can travel. Like, okay, Michigan plays. Fucking Penn State. You gonna drive to to Pennsylvania? You know what I'm saying? They're not gonna get on the plane. Like right. how is that? You know what I'm saying? That ain't no close ass distance. You know what I'm they saying? They doing it though, yeah. Right, right. And then when you think about that, you gotta start breaking down all the logistics. So it's like if y'all motherfuckers is taking a bus ride or a train ride or whatever everywhere, that's adding at least another day. To your travel schedule which means it's another day you don't get to practice another day you don't get to treat yourself medically so even if it's not a health concern from the corona aspect it's a health concern from you fucking blow your kneecap out or something because you ain't been training or you ain't been working out or practicing enough right. and now your your whole career is fucked anyway Right. And, on t- they- and on top of that you still gotta go to school like you still right. gotta study you know what i'm saying we're not even talking about classes or nothing like they still student athletes so 
I mean, we, we all know, you know what I'm saying? If you're a big time athlete, nine times out of ten, you're not doing no schoolwork. But 90% of the niggas on the team, they got to bust their ass because that's the only way, you know what I'm saying, to actually get up out of here. Everybody's not going to the league. So right. you 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 add on all type of that. And then think about how much money is going to get put into the testing. Like, because they, if you, the testing shit, that's going to, that's going to have to be all a daily like, thing. Yeah. It's going to be like a daily thing. You know what I'm saying? So if y'all got all the money to do this, put all the money into this so y'all can try to save a season, then y'all can be paying athletes. Facts. Facts. I'm in total agreement. Total agreement. Let's get into it with the big dogs. So we talk about all this shit with the college football season and how they going to do this, how they going to do that. Nigga, how are they going to have an NFL season? Like, really? It's way more people. Listen, I literally had this conversation <laughs> yesterday with somebody. He he tried to say bubble. You can't bubble no no football team. <laughs> you can't bubble fifty three. You know fifty three man roster with fifteen coaches with uh, six refs. And come on, man. So so I mean, with the fans, I mean, it, in my opinion, man, it, it's just it's not gonna. It's a wrap. It's a it, wrap. It can't work. It's a wrap. <laughs> it's a wrap. I don't. I don't see how. Just, you said what? Brady? I'm about to say that. I'm, I'm about to say they better get to looking for uh, islands like the UFC and shit. They better see if Epstein Island up for sale right now. Oh shit! Cause, or or Hawaii <laughs> is available because they're gonna have to break it out like that. Like is it? They may be able to do the conference play or whatever, but they're gonna have to be on like separate sides of the country or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. That Fans I- make the. Fans make the game, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You need those fans, especially in, like, football. Yeah. You know, right. you, you got some stadiums, 100,000, you know, 80,000 in there. Like, come on, man. That's too much money being generated, you know? Like, come on, man. Facts. I feel like that island shit is the only way this sports shit going to keep happening. Like, you got to buy an island. You, you got to, yeah, real shit. You got to buy an <laughs> island. And that's the only bubble y'all is. Nobody in, nobody out, nigga. We here for the next few months, nigga. Maybe, man. I, I'm going to chime in. This is the one thing I've been really interested to talk to you, uh, you know, you fellas about. Because I talked to a few people about it as, in regards to, like, how I look at the NFL. First of all, what the fuck is a bubble? Is it like the iCloud? Because I ain't never seen that before. So bubble's pop. I'm going to stay inside an imaginary line. Everybody got me fucked up. Let's just call it what it is. So if you think that you're going to do this with hundreds, if not thousands, oh, man, let's just keep it a buck. Y'all lying. So, all right, moving past that. (laughs) Island is the best chance. But every island I know, it got snowed on it. So it don't matter. The island ain't going to work if they stand in the bubble. But Man, let's move past that. Let's move past this bubble shit with the NFL in particular. But if you move them to an island, what's the next step after that? You move them to what? Alcatraz in the middle of the ocean, just literally a platform? That means they're prisoners. Somebody already made a comment about them being prisoners, so I'm not fucking with that, honestly. Let's take it another level. I would say the one thing we could do and everything going on is, and I say this as a huge NFL fan, I'm going to be the devil's advocate and say this here. I will boycott the NFL. If we talk about like making a change or a statement, let's boycott the NFL. <laughs> now, here's the thing. I'm going to elaborate on that because I, I say that after like real thought on the situation. The players wouldn't do that in the sacrifice matter that they'd be sacrificing their fame, their career, the game that they love, and then how they provide for their family at a high rate. 
So I don't want to take away from the players, and that's why they wouldn't. I get that, right? So let's say we create a substitute way for them to get money and do what they love. Let's fuck with the XFL. If everybody start watching NFL, go to the XFL, that'll change the thing and how they do things. It'll make a huge statement. That's where a lot of these things started, but we can win that. I said we stop going to the games or watching, so the, the, the coronavirus has helped us in that way, right? I mean, I'm talking about how things set up. This is how I really feel about this, y'all. I'm going to take this in a whole different route. Fuck the NFL. I love it. I love fantasy football. I love players, teams. I just think, I don't know. I love the game, but I love you us love a little game. I think we got a chance to win. I say fuck the NFL, y'all. That's the most radical shit I can say. But we could do it if we say we play these player salaries in the XFL or they go follow me or something. We pay for it anyway if we want to see them do it. But we really need to get off this whole slave train. You know what I'm saying? We see where that motherfucker's going. I'm hey, ready man. to fuck that bitch. 100 shit, bro. Dog, I was looking at Patrick Mahomes' contract, and okay, he get ten million guaranteed this year, right? That's a that's an upfront deal, right? Man, his base salary like eighty five thousand. <laughs> so next year though, he he make like ninety two thousand, but he ain't got no guaranteed money next year. That's his base salary. Though. That that whack you know contract. It's a slave contract that but, they. Do. But it looks it looks good with the four hundred million. No, you know what I'm saying? But right. they ain't saying shit about oh 63 million guaranteed of 400. Right. Come on, man. Come, come on, man. That's a good point. Like he said, slave contracts. That that's just the way to put it. Like the, the Scotty Pippen deals. You know what I'm saying? Scotty <laughs> 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 Everybody wanna watch Scotty be mad for years. Scotty deal. Mad to you with Scotty. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Mike. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm about to say, yeah, no, that's that's real, that's deep. Cause I need, I was thinking about like, damn, like when do we even take it there when the whole topic is around sports for the conversations today? But it's like when you think about all of this shit, whether it's football, basketball, any of this shit, like, let's be real, man. We know what a lot of this shit is. Like, granted, we love these athletes. We we're we're happy for them, we're excited for them that they're able to come from the circumstances that they come from and make it to such an elite level to be like one of few hundreds or thousands of people in the world to do what they do. But that shit at the end of the day, like all of this shit is fucking distractions from like a lot of the real issues that are happening in the world. We know a lot of these motherfuckers, not only from the money aspect as to why they want to see these people back on the field, back on the court, they want to distract us from what a lot of the real issues are that are going on in this world. And like, we can at least be happy at the fact that some brave fewer, uh, brave many of them in these different leagues are at least using their platform to speak on these issues. Because at the end of the day, we know what that is. But like, I ain't know it was going to take a left back quickly. I figured out it'd be like later in the discussion. <laughs> but I, I mean, we're going to be real. We're going to be real. Yeah, I'll be on that though, man. So I, I started distracted there, but I think they like coincide. And I think you just made like a good point and show like the conversation how we can intertwine things, and they should be intertwined, because some people think sports are so simple and not as uh, uh, deep and psychological. We just, I think like our love of sports, I think everybody here loves sports, that's why he had us here so graciously, but we understand that it's bigger than just the game that happens with it as, as far as like the psychological interaction between men, so. Right. Right. I'm, about, I'm about to say this shit, this shit is as old as fucking Rome. Yeah. Like, this we'll shit never is just, gladi- just gladiator sport, like, you know what I'm saying? You yeah. got to feed the mob. And right now they understand yeah. the mob is crazy. It's a lot of shit happening outside and they need people to yeah. calm down and be distracted. And uh, that's what I'm really looking forward to because we know the NBA kicked back up 
not too long from now. Yeah. Like, where's that energy gonna be for Black Lives Matter and all that other stuff? Right. When we get the oh, this game coming on on TNT. Right. Let me sit down and watch that. Yeah, I guess I guess like to bring it back. I guess uh, I, I guess I said why I take it there. I won't do that in any other things. So I mean to detract because you know we could go there as educated brothers. I see y'all. Um, I think we have an opportunity right now with that league in particular versus any other to take a different route or alternative. And I think it like would be a big win. So I just say like, what well, we can do with the NFL? But back to the, the subject with that, just what Sunday considered. What about uh, Cam? Like, have y'all been watching Cam's fucking motivational motherfucking just nigga? I ain't even going to lie, nigga. I hate exercise. Kyrie, no, this, no, nigga. I was the last on the laps in football practice, nigga. But that nigga can make a nigga want to get up and go run a little bit. I ain't even going to lie to you, goddammit. What y'all think about Cam this season? I feel it. It's all hunger, bro. He got played by multiple teams. There's a lot of teams that got starting quarterbacks that he's way better than. Facts. It is bad. It's bad. I'm going to go last on this one. I'm biased with this one. I ain't going to lie to y'all. Oh, (laughs) this nigga here, goddammit. Dog, Cam, like, okay, the Carolina Panthers played him. You know what I'm saying? They didn't release him when you would generally release a player, right? So then he right. lost out on all this opportunity, which which people were thinking, like, damn, that was fucked up, but they didn't think it was malicious until they did, like, this fucking poll where it was coming out that who's the greatest Carolina Panther? And it didn't even have that nigga on the list. And the motherfuckers is like, oh, that shit is fucked. You see that shit? It had some nigga on there. Don't get me wrong. Like, I love Steve Smith. You know what I'm saying? But if Steve Smith is in, in any of our top 10 wide receivers of all time. Facts. Other than other than us just liking him. I'm talking about like. No, no. His body of work, bro. What do you, what do you, you mean? like? You like Steve Smith? You think he top 10 <laughs> all time? Bro, and he like the Allen Iverson and wide receiver. That's what I'm you saying. Know? Like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But he like the Allen Iverson. Only reason I fuck with Steve Smith, bro, because he he changed the game for short receivers, bro. Like he he a little nigga and he dominated though. You know what I'm saying? And honestly, I feel like he is the greatest Panther of all time. But that's something different. I don't even really fuck with the Panther. But back to the Cam Newton thing, I feel like Cam still got to go out there and play ball. You can nice. do all these videos all day. You can, I mean, because, I mean, his last out wasn't a good out. You know what I'm saying? He hasn't played. He ain't been on the field in almost two years now. Yeah. You still got to go out there and play ball. Facts. So you can do all these videos. You can do all this little motivation speaking. You can talk shit about how, how, how the league ain't ready for you or X, Y, and Z going on. You still got to go out there and lay some bitches up. And these little niggas, they coming for your head. You know what I'm saying? You, at this point, you're making yourself a target. Now, now you have one opportunity. He has a one-year deal with a shitty-ass salary. You have one opportunity to go out there and make it happen. If you don't, that may be the that may be the end of you at this point. That nigga so gonna make it me, happen. I'm taking I'm I'm taking a route of just I'm handling my business in the background, and then I'm gonna show the world. You know what I'm saying that I'm still Cam Newton at the end of the day. But when you when you start opening your mouth now, you got to deliver on that shit. Right. I'm about to say, and I be I be honest with everybody. Like football ain't really my sport, so I'm I'm a little green. I, I defer to all of y'all on that, but. In my head, I guess a couple questions that I have is one, I mean, it really surrounds the team that he's going to basically is where all my questions come from. Like one, 
granted, yeah, he do got this one year deal and it seemed like it's pretty shitty, but it's like a last uh, a last outing for him, for him to get it right. But like, where do you think he'll be able to to come in within that system that Belichick has one and two, how much of that talking is going to be able to continue because we all, everybody know about the Patriot Ray, whether you watch football for really you don't. So like, when does that talking shut up? And it's like Belichick looking at you like, you better go out here and ball. That's my question. Those right. are my and questions. that's what, that's what it is. You really got to shut up and put the pads on and let them talk. You know what I'm saying? You got to go out there and make some plays. Like you were an MVP. We know that, but what are you, what are you doing for me now? What have you done for me lately? You know what I'm saying? At yeah. the end of the day, the, the videos, they cute. They nice. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, it gets you hyped, but at the end of the day, you really got to go out there and shut up and, and put out the work. And shit, as a Patriot fan, I'm not going to lie. I loved it, though. I still believe Cam can make some uh, some noise out there. It's really on Belichick and uh, Josh McDaniels. Are you going to open up your playbook? And, and let Cam pick up those extra 600 yards on the ground or, you know what I'm saying, and make those extended plays. Because that's what it is, you know. Top five quarterbacks right now, you got three black quarterbacks, arguably four with Deshaun Watson. You right. got to be able to move. You have to be able to move outside of the pocket and uh, make a play. Facts. I think, I, I think the only thing with the Cam, with the Cam Newton thing compared to all these other uh, quarterbacks that we're talking about, Let's be real. He's not playing with no weapons. His no. his best receiver is Julian Edelman, who's thirty five years old. And that's his the biggest problem be- with him. His his second best receiver <laughs> is who? Uh, Muhammad Sanu uh, or Harry? The, uh, the 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 rookie they drafted that you the know rookie, he, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Who still ain't pulled himself yet? So Facts. it's not like he out there playing. He's not like he's out there playing with nobody. And we all know that New England New England has never been a team. With, with the high-profile running back, you know what I'm saying? Because they always had Tom Brady who, who who would get the ball out to anybody. So you never really had to rely on a running game like that. All they receivers has mostly been receiving back. So Cam don't have that as a luxury to kind of bail him out. So I feel like he already coming up in here with, with not many with not many weapons and for him to kind of be out there. And like I said, man, I'm, I'm, I'm real big on just talking your shit. But at the end of the day, bro, you, you still going to have to go out there and play ball. Like you said, he's an easy uh, scapegoat for him. You know what I'm saying? Because with no weapons around him, who the first person they're going to blame when they lose three in a row? Yep. Cam. Facts. Yep. You know what That's I'm saying? Right. Facts. That's a good point. I still want to see my nigga Cam win, god damn it. I don't give a fuck what nobody talking about, god damn it. <laughs> I'm with you, baby. I'm biased with uh, Pats, baby. Cam, so I can't really say too much. I think it's going to come down to his play for sure, as we established. Uh, you know, that offense has been better. It, it was very weak last year. They had some better pieces. And I say even at running backs, you know, they put up some pretty good numbers. They just don't do it consistently. But they that, that was feeding off Tom Brady, too. So without Brady, we're going to see a whole change in this whole offense. And I mean, I think if they don't play the Cam, Cam strengths, that's on them. McDaniels is Throw great. away your playbook and you, you got to have a new one. I would, right. expect, I would expect McDaniels to run some great things to Cam if he's as good as he says or claims to be, or as other people say as well. I mean, he's the coach of Broncos, so I, I, I got to really keep a keen eye on him. But I think that if they do that and if they play to their strengths, I mean, New England's always a threat, for sure. Definitely, Get definitely. Cam. Get that paper. Get your money while you can. Facts. 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 Now, I did want to... Bring up, we mentioned Mahomes' contract. 
Now, Mahomes did an interview. Uh, was it? It was either yesterday or the day before. He mentioned that you know he wants to be the greatest and he wants to at least get six rings, like Tom Brady. Now, is Mahomes already better than Tom Brady, or is or what does he have to do to be better than Tom Brady? I don't play that. I don't play that potential game shit. You got to show and prove them number. Them stats got to be up there. I don't like we can we can talk about the projections and the outlook and all that shit, but holla at me in 10, 12 years if the stats show for it, then we can say that. But for right now, like if that's what he works with, he has the potential to be. I don't really want to hear that. Yeah, but everybody wants a quarterback who can run and pass. Yeah. That's Mahomes. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, we know what Brady's done. He put in the work. He won. Come on, man. Can, can he go out there? Does he have the skill set? Hell yeah. <laughs> that boy's special. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's just being 100. But yeah. so was LeBron. And has he passed Mike? Hell no. <laughs> you know? So, I mean, he, he, he has the skill set, though. It's all about winning. Yeah. If he goes out there and win five, yeah, you can argue and say that he's better. You know what I'm saying? Because the skill set is just there. But is he better now, man? Hell no. He got. He got I, don't even, I don't even think winning is enough, though. I mean, right. Brady Brady won, and Brady broke records as he won. You know what I'm saying? Like he didn't he didn't win depending on the good defense and no shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So <clears throat> I I don't, I don't think you. It's not even that shouldn't even be a conversation at this point. It's too early to even be a conversation. Are you making people better, or you just got these dog ass weapons around you? Yeah, because he, <laughs> about, he 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 got he got a top five he got a top five tight end. Oh, all he that. Probably got a top five receiver. You know what I'm saying? He he straight. Sammy he Watkins when he around. when he out there. Sammy, like, <laughs> hey, Sammy uh-oh. straight. And then, oh, and no. then the uh the uh Damian uh, Williams. What no? Damian Williams are running back, but I'm talking about the number three receiver, uh, Nicole Hardman, Hardman, or somebody. Hardman, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was the fast. He was the fastest rookie in the league last year. He put yeah, up weapons. Went to the pro. Went to the Pro Bowl as a rookie. So it's like Mahomes out there playing with weapons. Honestly, I don't know too many weapons. Uh, I almost called this nigga LeBron. Uh, Tom Brady didn't play with. You, you gonna go out there and win with Chris Hogan, Pat Mahomes? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, it's too. It's too early for that one though. I agree everything. That I like all facts stated in that situation. It's way too early to even compare him to that, but it's gonna be the numbers. Like Brady did it for consistently for shit. What? I don't even know what 20 years? 20 20 years. You know, let's let's talk about that in itself. So you can't just even if he went five right now, shit, that's that's impressive. And you'll probably get it. That's almost impossible, but the longevity and to do it consistently, that's (laughs) you can only do that through time. So if he shows it, he got potential throughout this world. And I say that's the yeah. mind of Andy Reid also. You have that. Nice. You, that's, like, like, that's like Flash with Mike D'Antoni on the hoop court. That's that's the mm-hmm. fast break. And, you know, he got he got freak athletes at every position. So they doing numbers. They winning, though. I'm, I'm, in, I'm, I'm in awe. I'm, I got to give respect where it's due. Definitely the Facts. potential. I can see why they say that. But very, very early, I stated. It's, yeah. not, it's not even a real conversation other than that. I, the positive potential. Yeah, I was about to say um, one of the other questions I had around that too, like I, somebody brought up like the whole Andy Reid situation, just like how you keep those pieces together. But from like all I have known from like a logistical or a money standpoint when it comes to football, like 
you really only have a window that's like two or three years, especially when people are winning and people are going to be expecting to get paid because they're winning. So it's like, like y'all, like DQ said, like Kyrie said, like, what are you going to do when them pieces are trying to get paid and you got to start dealing them off because you can't afford to do all of that on top of the fact, like, how are you going to be able to sustain the success when, when people start to catch on to what your schemes are, like what your, what your activity is on the field, how are you going to really be able to maintain those same type of performances over time? So again, let me ask you this question. Yeah. Is he better than Russell Wilson? Ooh. I don't even know if I can say that right now. That's what I'm saying. You know, one, you know, but Russell Wilson has been doing it for a few years with less weapons. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like let's let's start there before we hit break. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Russell Wilson came out, he was an underdog. Mahomes had a little bit more uh pizzazz to his career. Russell Wilson then found that. Because he he battled up. Now both of them, I mean at five ten too. Patrick Mahomes first game preseason, I think he threw something ridiculous, like six interceptions or seven interceptions, something mm-hmm. stupid. And they tried to write him off and look at Andy Reid as a as a as a as a coop, basically. Like, what are you doing? But look at him now. So Russell Wilson comes from a different story and he has a super bowl. <laughs> and I feel like that's like the quarterback matchup to watch though. So I'm gonna just I'm gonna just say for the sake of the argument I'm gonna go with Russell Wilson just because they kind of got similar careers or accomplishments and similar pedigree to where we're gonna see at the end when it's done, you know. And I think we that we got a good rivalry or class of quarterbacks to watch. So nice black quarterbacks. Yeah, definitely. right. That's that's great to see. Shit, yeah, My, let's let's have a real serious conversation. Can can we trust the nigga who put ketchup on his mac and cheese though? <laughs> I don't know if I can trust a nigga who do that. <laughs> Fuck all this potential shit. I don't know if I can trust you. Give me your diet. Get him out of there. <laughs> Get him out of there. <laughs> funny. funny. Can somebody try to defend that one? Because I ain't got shit. Bro. I ain't got shit, bro. Put ketchup on that. You an assassin. She had yeah. to be craft, too. <laughs> had to be craft if you put some ketchup <laughs> What? Lifestyles is a men's and women's clothing store that carries exclusive quality labels. Their mission is to bridge the gap between mainstream fashions and luxury brands. They're the go-to place for the latest fashions and trends. You can shop with them online at lifestylesapparel.com. That's L-I-F-E-S-T-Y-L-E-Z apparel.com. And follow them online at Lifestyles Apparel on all social media outlets. While you're at it, visit them at their brand new Memphis location. Back to the podcast to go move into the NBA. Now, shout out to my nigga. Adrian Wojnarowski, you know what I'm saying? Free watch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hell went down for the culture real quick. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, Missouri State Senator Josh Hawley wrote an email to Adam Silver complaining that how the NBA players can wear all these social justice messages on their jerseys and even, like, I think they were talking about painting Black Lives Matter on the court. 
and everything like that. And he wrote a letter talking about, like, what the fuck? You know, why are you letting the players do that? You know what I'm saying? That's not the place for this. Wojnowski told that motherfucker, like, man, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, free my nigga Woj, bro. Hey, (laughs) fuck you. Hey, fuck you. Kept it a whole <laughs> buck. Like, nigga, I don't give a fuck. Fuck you. <laughs> he got suspended. ESPN did suspend him. But, shit, the internet was going crazy for that nigga. Like, his whole persona is just now, like, a hundred times bigger now. Like, he he that nigga now. You know what I'm saying? He's oh, been that a guy, now. though. That's the crazy thing. Yes. Woj is hands down um, the coldest NBA analyst or, or or as far as informative, everything he tells you is factual every time. Yep, like the moderate shot of uh of the yeah. the two thousands era. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He'd be at uh, Yahoo Sports and he was doing his thing though. I talked to my good boy actually. I'm shout out uh, Eric Williard, Western grad man. He's reporter for the Midwest NBA mm-hmm. Midwest man. He's been doing his thing. And, you know, uh, he's been doing an outstanding job watching and talking about these things. And I'm like, yo, I ask questions like, what's, what's people like? He like, Woj is the real deal. Everything we think about him, like, I, I literally hit that man with it. Cause like, you know, that's his coworker. <laughs> and it, he, he's legitimate. And I think that that's worth the credit in itself. But then to see that he a real nigga, I got to rock with him. Facts. <laughs> Facts. He boosted his status, like you said, like on the social media world. They ain't known about him. He's been the Yoda of basketball. Right. But mm-hmm. Now he really just go to a, a, a godly level. Facts. <laughs> Free walls. Free walls. Facts. Hey, the shit really like baffled me though, because you don't he you don't he don't think he would be also shit like, man, fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Like that's some real like, I don't give a fuck. I'm not doing this politically correct shit. Like, no, <laughs> you on some bullshit. And in this time right now, if you ain't with us, you against us, nigga. And and Direct with it. Fuck you. Anytime you got the best basketball player or anybody in whatever sport, you know what I'm saying, supporting you when you got LeBron saying free free you, you know what I'm saying, and supporting what you did, man. Hey, uh, what what that Chappelle show, uh, the the black delegation. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah, we we gonna have to take him we're in gonna, first take round him. pick. Yeah, we gonna first round him. pick. Woe's over, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Now, with the NBA, the fucking bubble. Again, the bubble. So, <laughs> 19 players have contracted the coronavirus. Now, supposedly, it was before they got to the bubble. Regardless, they still got the virus. And it ain't just like some unknown niggas. You know what I'm saying? Russell Westbrook... And James Harden got it. You know what I'm saying? The season starts July 30th. I think that's like, what, literally two weeks away right now. So if they not We really clear, big games next week. Scrimmages start the 23rd. Right. Yeah, scrimmages start next week. Right? Now, if them two niggas really not, like, healthy in the, in, in the next 14 days of quarantine, which is literally the first game, the Rockets are done. You know what I'm saying? Who knows who else could get infected if it gets inside the, the bubble. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then Florida on its own has, like, 
all these cases spiraling up. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers is thinking that, oh, it can't, it don't happen in hot weather. You know what I'm saying? That turned out to be some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, the shit is crazy. Yeah. Like, I like at this I'm, point, it's playing Russian roulette with the lead right now. Facts. Mm-hmm. facts. Yeah, I think it's, uh, it's definitely a dangerous game that they're playing right now, man. And, and let's be clear, 14 days <laughs> quarantine, that's one thing, but it's, it's, it's typically 14 days since you start showing your last symptom. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, you can be you can be quarantined for fourteen days, but if you still coughing and shit, you can't play. That that fourteen can turn into twenty eight days. You know what I mean? So I, I I feel like it's a it's a desperate measure, man, to try to get the NBA going. But my thing is just like, what's the bigger picture? You know what I'm saying? I know I heard somebody mention it earlier. This is just a, another blinder set in place, man. So we're not focusing upon the real issue that's going on, and that's why I, I fuck with Kyrie Irving for speaking out against that. And when he when he spoke out against it. It was a shame to see some other black NBA players kind of just, you know what I'm saying, talk down on them about the whole situation, man. But it's like, at the end of the day, man, they they, they really put these blinders up, man, so we're not focusing upon the real issues to the point where they're going, taking desperate measures because these athletes, these athletes getting sick. And like I said, we're not talking about no tough man on the bench. We're talking about star athletes. And all it's going to take is for somebody somebody to get sick during the actual season, I feel like they're going to have to shut it down. I don't think it's, I don't think it's gonna last the whole season. Facts. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. It's um, with the whole Kyrie point. I think a lot of that just um, comes from the fact that like he's had so many different like viral moments that has made him quote unquote questionable in the eyes of the, like the, the public and shit like that. With the whole the earth is flat shit so like it's real it's and of course people who want to get this bottom dollar who want to get this bottom line popping they're going to use that to dismiss any type of thoughts that right. he provides this is like, oh he crazy he don't know it's the messenger um, uh, whatever mm-hmm. right 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 yeah. so you know i i can already feel how that is but just with the bubble as a whole like it, like you said like everybody said this is a real fine line and we have no idea how this is going to play out um like you said it only takes one person one time no matter how many precautions they take, we're not going to act like these ain't niggas too and fuck all that bubble shit. Like they probably going to be trying to sneak holes in and out and all that type of dumb shit. So it's like, we, we, don't, even, we don't know how this is going to play out. Like regardless of even people getting sick, like we don't know what type of shit is going to go on in this place. So it's, it's going to be interesting. I'm going to be tuned in because I love basketball, but it's, it's going to be interesting. Facts. I think well said though. We go back to this point, gentlemen. Here is this bubble. I got a hundred dollars for anybody who can show me a bubble or an iCloud. I got a hundred square. I can't you right now. Show me. I like yeah, I'm about to say I don't know if they got some type of like plastic dome shit over the no, shit no, no, or something okay. like that. I heard I heard a nigga stepped on the bubble line and he had to go back in quarantine for like 10 days. He stepped out of the gun line bubble, yeah. bubble line. I heard he stepped on the bubble line. <laughs> the bubble line. <laughs> yes. Wait, wait, you trying to tell me this shit like life? This right here yeah. is the gun line. Talk about the gun line, bro. Talk about the gun line. <laughs> what is going on, man? So I don't think it makes it. I just don't think, I, I'm a big NBA fan, love it, want to see the game. I don't think it, especially with this bubble concept. I mean, I'm enjoying it while it lasts, but realistically, I don't believe it. Yeah, they uh, they uh, I don't know if y'all saw the story that came out earlier, but a uh, a girl went on Twitter saying that um she had got caught, she got caught, she she was going to see a player, 
And they they trying to say it was Mo Bamba, but they said uh, she ended up getting caught about to go see a player. She put it on Twitter. Then a lot of people saying, "Why are you snitching?" and saying all type of shit. Facts. So it's it's already getting ugly. It ain't even been a week yet. It's been like eight players that violated shit. You see the dude with the uh, Sacramento Kings. He had some food delivered. Now he got to be in quarantine an additional eight days. It's like, man, this shit crazy, bro. Yep. Yep. <laughs> It's crazy. That's a nigga that stepped on the line, bro. <laughs> Bubble line. Bubble line, boss. <laughs> they ain't fucking with that, man. So what y'all think about, like, these niggas and they food? You know what I'm saying? Like, did y'all see the food that day was happening? I saw man, some, ra- that, some raw ass that chicken. That shit is crazy. Yeah, it looked like they serving them some bullshit for sure, though. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Right, we talking about these are top tier, like, human athlete like just specimens on the face of the planet you talk about feeding these niggas fucking cookies and crackers and shit like lunchables and shit (laughs) so like that shit ain't gonna work they gave these niggas the cup velvetus nigga i was like oh hell no nigga this is what they giving these days i would eat that shit right now god damn it now now (laughs) i did hear i did hear that that was supposed to be like the first couple days when they when they all got there and they all got situated and afterward they was gonna start giving them like the five star hotel food stuff like that. But even with that, I'm like, again, we gotta go back to the logistics. How this shit break down? This shit's supposed to play out for the next couple of months. Like y'all gotta get the food from somewhere. So how y'all controlling the shipment of the food? How y'all managing the food? How y'all managing the the workers or the service people on in the bubble who are not a part of the NBA? Um, basketball teams or the faculty or staff, any of that, like they how forced you manage them all of this. They forced the litter, but I mean, but at the end of the day, man, I don't know if y'all saw uh, Jason Williams put that video out there talking about players need to quit complaining. Facts. Like, bro, shut your weird ass up, bro. Like, at the end of the day, man, these niggas is used to living a certain lifestyle. They already got forced to be in this imaginary bubble. They get taken away from their family. They can't get no pussy. It's like, nigga, they, they gonna complain. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, man, I, I don't know. I just feel like I feel like they, they should have every single right to complain because at the end of the day, they playing that game for us. You know what I'm saying? They giving us something to watch during quarantine and you know what I'm saying? They already shut states down. So these niggas sacrificing their life. So, I mean, I feel like at the end of the day, bro, you, you got you got to make sure that they're being treated right. And that starts with, you know what I'm saying, what they eat. Facts. I agree. As a Duke fan, I think we all can agree that Jason Williams is a weird ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> weird ass nigga, dog. I fucks with Jason Williams. Why he be on that? I, I fucks hey, with that nigga. But you know, like, yeah, I think I think the first few days they have to eat like the non-perishable things in their room. So that's like the strategy. Like you literally can't see anyone, so you are uh, you're trapped in your room cell, fancy word, for a few days. But then, like everybody's saying, they got to treat them with better food and supplements to play the sport at the level they've been doing it at. So that's a risk right there. Even if they don't let people in the bubble, the food and there's exchange, whatever this bubble is, is still going on. So I think it's still a risk. So they might as well feed them properly. Right? They, they're making a lot of sacrifice. Let them in eat. Facts. Facts. I just need us to get far enough so we can see what it's like on the court with no fans. It's they mic'd up. I want to hear all that shit. Like it's like a street it ball game. Ooh, I, I want to. I just want to get to that point. I just want to be great. You would be great, but they can't. This this real life pick up basketball shit. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. We hooping at the park. This your team every week. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You play two, three times a week. This your team at the park. <laughs> right. Yeah, fuck the fans. It's time to hoop. Right. It's gonna be. Yeah. 
it's going to change the dynamic, I think. And I say that like when as a, as a basketball players, you remember practice players. You remember some guys who would play outstanding in practice in all sports, you know, but when the bright lights come on, some people, it changes them. And it's going to be a different dynamic without the fans there for sure. Right. But it's the easiest sport that they can do and make it on. Like they put it there in Orlando because of this idea, the bubble line, but they have the facilities and uh, uh, the sustainability over that time period to do it. Nice. But I think it's going to impact the game more than we think. I feel like it's going to be some sleeper picks. I don't know. I'm going to sleep. I'm going to, I'm going to leave that to later. Yeah. Now, so listen then. I got a question then. Okay. So if this whole thing happens successfully, right? Right. Will this become a new norm of the NBA? It depends. That's a great question. It depends on yeah. it depends on what this COVID shit do. It it really does. Right. It depends on right. if but like like Fitz said, I think this is the the one sport that could last without fans. You know what I'm saying? You only get eighteen thousand, twenty thousand in a in a basketball arena, forty, you know, compared to a hundred thousand. You know, right. football. Right. So I mean, I, I think this is the one sport that you know, or UFC or boxing. You know, what I'm saying those sports are. Right. Who, who gives a fuck about a fan when it's boxing? All we want to see is the ring. Right. Right. You know, but with basketball, you know, fans do affect the game. Like Fitz said, you know, practice players. It's gonna be people that's gonna step up now. That's gonna have big games when there's no fans involved. Right. You know, what I'm saying some of those stars. That's that's. Uh, that choke, you know, because it's, it's those fans yelling at the free throw line. You you don't get that now, right? You know, we just in the gym. It's just us. It's just us. Yeah, going. I was I was definitely about to say. Um, I don't know if we talked about it yet, but I was really I'm I'm sad to see that it happened. But I was really interested to see a team like the Rockets and shit like that because one big thing that's been um, an Achilles heel to Harden is that like he'll run out of gas at the end of the season. It's like. Is you have had two, two and a half months straight rest. You've been recovering. Hopefully you've been keeping your diet and shit like that together. Like if he wouldn't, if he wouldn't have tested positive today or whatever, it'd have been really interesting to see like, okay, with that rest, like what does that gas tank look like to, to really Thanks. make a push? The other thing I'm interested to see is if this turns out successfully, what do we start to think about the scheduling and the, the NBA? Because I feel like this has a potential for it to really shift because a lot of the games in the beginning of the season and like October shit like that, nobody's really watching that. Right. So like, is there a potential to maybe start the season and like, like that that Christmas weekend that or that Christmas week or Christmas day that everybody loves to see right. and move from there and like really share the space with football. Um, going back to like the last topic and how that how that may play into effect too. Thanks. Now, yeah, they said Harden had lost like fifteen like put on 15 pounds of muscle. So they say he was really like working out. He was ready. So that is a, a big deal for sure. But now, basketball shape is something else. It is. Definitely. You know? a whole different ball game. It's a whole different ball game. Getting up and down that see, court. Y'all seen, seen that nigga um, Joker, Jokic? I think those are both teams to watch. I'm sorry, my camera went out for a second there, but I think Denver, I'm a huge Jokic fan. I like, I love a big man that can pass. He's like literally one of my top five favorite guys to watch. I ain't really watched him hoop. His mind is like amazing. Fair but fair. I say with Melo coming back and Zach Collins and Nurkic, 
I think that Dane, we know what Dane Dollar is. Let's not question that. Yeah. Dane Dollar is every year <clears throat> out like first team All NBA candidate. That's what he's at. But um, I think that Portland team gonna sneak their way in. As a Zion fan, you know I like them. I like Ja too. I think that Portland team is better and and more hungry than those young guys. Facts. But I think they're gonna flex that right now and be dangerous. I hope I hope the Lakers don't have to play them in the first round. I hope they get up to yeah. shit five or six. I'm, I'm I'm they're my boys. We don't want to play Portland round one. Man, All right? No, Facts. I think I, I think Portland Portland gonna sneak up on a lot of people, man. Because I mean, if if if, if the NBA season never would have stopped, they was on pace of not even making the playoffs. But they was dealing with a lot of injuries. They was all the way at the bottom of the. I think it was on like eight or nine uh, before the season started. But with everybody getting healthy, uh, Melo, format you know what I'm saying? he got some games. This format, the format yeah. benefits them. It benefits yeah. the different Nuggets. Um, shit, even uh, hey, even the Memphis though. You know what I'm saying? A team like that, and I think I think New Orleans gonna make some noise as well. I think New Orleans they got a they got a perfect balanced team for like a short tournament like that. You know what I'm saying? They got they got a super balanced team. Mm-hmm. Um and then Wichicall was playing lights out before the uh, season stopped. What's my what's my what's my guy named Brandon Ingram? He was playing yeah. lights out before oh, the season started. Yep. So yeah, yeah I, I, I definitely I'm, I'm I'm excited to kind of see what New Orleans is gonna do, man. But hopefully they can take this shit, man, so we can get back to quarantine. Definitely. <laughs> I was just I was just about to I was just about to bring that up. Like like how y'all feel about LeBron, because I feel like a lot of a lot of decisions that's been made has been around how I mean, even the players have said it. Like with my man named uh Pat Bev, he was like, Yo, LeBron said we playing, nigga, the league is fucking on. And we already know in your 17th year, a lot of people are looking to see can you get that, can you get that next ring with a third organization? So it's just like and like how y'all feel about LeBron, like his decisions to keep pushing this shit forward, because usually he's on the on the side of like politically correct or you know really looking out for the greater good but right now it seems like he's I think this like- I, I think this bubble shit benefits him a lot because no distractions you know we know Brian you know sometimes he, he he'll disappear on you. <laughs> you know so let's just be honest like this this bubble shit benefits him like he's about to lock in he's about to lock in and 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 the NBA is riding with Brian like Pat right. Bev said if he plays we play, but Period. what what everybody looking to see, which is also interesting, going back to the point I made about Harden, we, we on the other side of that, well, usually on the other side of that arena, you talking about the Clippers, you talking about a Kawhi who's been going through lower management. He just got two and a, two two and a half months off to get his knee, get his leg, everything together. Um, I just listened to Paul George. Um, Paul George talking the yep. other day on like knuckleheads or something like that. He like shoulder back good. So I'm really looking forward to that matchup. Facts. Me too. Definitely looking forward to that. It's about to be crazy out there. It's going to be a battle. Like, yeah, it's going to be a battle because it's going to be personal. You know what I'm saying? With no fans, Mm -hmm. it's like me against you. Mm -hmm. I ain't trying to stunt for nobody. I'm trying to, it's we, we, we at the park and it's personal. I'm taking you to the hole. I'm dunking. I want to see. I want to see how many niggas get heated, and they're like, "Yo, I'm on your floor in the hotel when we get out of here." Facts. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's so real, though. Like you said, like I've always said, Edo, it, it becomes so much more personal and playground match because it ain't nobody else out there. It's between your teams, and you know, you get the game gets. There, there becomes a game within the game. Facts. It's a big ass AAU tournament. Damn near. <laughs> I'm looking at it damn near. I think 
basketball is like a, a, a sport that just tells a lot about personality interaction. Like you said, you'd be up on the nigga's yeah. floor after a game. Like, nah, this nigga said in the game. He, he did this or something like that. <laughs> That's a part of it, for sure. For sure. Or in any other sport, I think you get that, where you, where you have a different personal interaction, which I think is going to be very fun to watch. We're going to see who really fuck with each other. And who don't. And who, like, died. You know, like, yeah. got a battle going on right there. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see the battles. You know, I'm not saying it's, like, necessarily, like, a hate or dislike, but you just see the, the games within it going on. Right. Gonna see, I wanna, this is going to be I real basketball. See, go ahead, Kyrie. <laughs> I, I, I want to see the shift in, in how the refs ref, ref the game going forward. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because we all know um, home court play a lot into it. Fan influences play a lot. If you're you getting cussed out and you got 50,000 people saying bullshit, you're going to start calling the right cause. You know what I'm saying? So I think it take a lot of pressures off the refs. But I also, I wonder would that superstar treatment still be in effect. You know what I'm saying? Because, shit, we ain't got nobody else in the, on, on the court playing. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think a referee want to isolate himself in a situation like this. Where right. you know, so you call them BS calls and things like that. So I'm, I'm curious to kind of see how they go rep the game. A question: Do they bring the female rest? <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> they bring the female rest. To the bubble. <laughs> you know they, they better be careful. They better be married. Look, they look, look, nah, nah, look, nah, nah. I'm about to say the, the way they gonna be acting. You do they bring the female anything in the bubble in that yeah, bitch? Like, it might, it might hey. be a real prison yard in that bitch. Like, right <laughs> now. Let's get into that though. Okay, so do y'all think the females gonna be able to infiltrate the bubble? You know what I'm saying? Like they talk about niggas going three months with no ass, no pussy, no just being around a bunch of niggas in jail with with uh, with no amenities, like just. Uh, Decent ass food, like you know, not low quality, but it's like, ah, nigga, I eat better than this at the crib. I got a chef at the crib, nigga. You know right. what I'm saying? No pussy, no wives. You know what I'm saying? You can't even bring your own girl to the shit because of the Rona. You don't get to see your kids. They just expect niggas to sit in a room and beat off for, for three months. Come on now. It ain't Yo, happening. This is this about to be so this, many hoes up in there. Man, right. Right. <laughs> right, they're gonna be in that bubble, but this it's is a this is a great opportunity, a great business opportunity for all the X videos out there, all the Good flesh thing flesh 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 flesh. there. You want to get your marketing <laughs> up? It's like, look, we gonna sponsor this, this and that. Like, we'll keep it all together. This is a great opportunity. Over there. That's funny. <laughs> now, who y'all think? Which players y'all think go get the hoes in? Who gonna sneak the hoes? My nigga Jr. Any guy. <laughs> and Lou Will. Lou Will gonna have Lou all Will gonna get in there. He gonna have all these bitches in there. Sweet Lou. Sweet Lou. <laughs> Damn, JR J- married though. Y'all don't think JR got a new leaf now? Goddamn. Man, hell no. Nigga, JR just beat a nigga ass two weeks ago. Hey, he, on camera. On camera. Hey, on camera. Hey. <laughs> Fam should have got his ass beat though, on some real shit. Beat a nigga ass and then got picked up on the squad though. Like, <laughs> bro, two days later though. <laughs> Low key. I'll fuck with Jimmy Bus though, man. You need a nigga like Jerry on your team though, especially at a time like this. Facts. Hell yeah, you Facts. do. Hey man, all I'm gonna say is I don't know anything about that, but as my man Bill Belichick says, we are on the Cincinnati. I don't know who got him in there, but they're there. <laughs> <laughs> we are on to Cincinnati. 
Right. I was about to say, my question is, going back to that point, what y'all was saying about JR, though, like, because really he got picked up because people were saying, nah, I'm cool. I really want to know what them relationships look like in the locker room for niggas who was like, no, nah, I'm not playing, versus the niggas on the team who was like, yo, we going for this shit. Right. Like, um, who was on the Lakers that said they're not playing that JR replaced? Was that? Um, Avery Bradley. Avery Bradley. Like, how do you feel about him right now? Avery Bradley is Avery Bradley's kid different. Was, uh, the kid was uh, yeah. potentially going to be sick or ill. Yeah. And that takes priority as a man. It's about what, what, what's your thing. Some people that love their sporting career right. will put that there. So I totally agree and understand that. But he right, took right, it right. first for him. And, you know, he, right. yeah, that was a, a dope move and the right move, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm using his him as an example because yeah, I know, right. like, there are some people who have very serious situations like, no, I need to look out for this right now. But for the niggas who just, like, I'm just not doing it, Minus the people who like, nigga, we don't care you're not doing it because you weren't going to make the playoffs. Like anyway. Dwight, right. Dwight said he wasn't doing it, and then now he's playing. You know Facts. what I'm saying? Now he want to do it again. Well, man, that was that was all LeBron. Like, nigga, we need your ass. Nigga, what you mean? The fuck is you talking about you not playing? He wanted to feel wanted. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> he needed some attention, man. He wanted to put on his Superman cape again. Dwight needed some fight. He wanted to fly. He wanted to soar for everybody. Yeah. Hey, oh, freaky ass Dwight. Dwight a different on, ass man. nigga, dog. That's a different <laughs> nigga right there. God damn it. And he's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer, though. Facts. On that facts. Of that, yeah. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Facts. 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 That's all facts. Facts. For him as a person, you see, we've seen him off the court, on the court, whole ass nigga. Let's just call it what it is. That's all I Now, who do y'all have? Weird, freaky ass. He is a weird, freaky nigga, though. <laughs> Who do y'all have winning? Who do y'all have Lake- winning? Lakers? I think it's Lakers. unanimous. It's unanimous? Yeah. Unanimous? I, got Lakers, uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. If, I ain't going to say it's unanimous, but I do think it's got the greatest possibility to come yeah. out of L.A. for sure. It's L.A., period. Who coming out the East is the better question. Like, what's the matter? That's the better question. I think you, mean, you got Philly healthy, and then you got Boston. Uh, I, I remember them up hearing this year, like, their starters haven't even played like seven games together. Who you got, bro? Pick your team right now. Let's get it on the record, because I might be calling your phone for a wager, Kyrie. What's up, bro? Who you got? In the East? Yeah, who you In got? The East? In the East. I think, I honestly, I'm sticking with my first pick in the beginning of the season. I got Philly going. I got Philly because I can't I can't bet with Boston. Ooh. I got Philly. Mad as the bitch you just said that. I'm a big yeah. Ben Simmons. Think, this is a Ben Simmons game. This he's gonna ball and B's healthy. Them healthy, they're they're nice. See, we y'all talking about physical, y'all talking about physical health right now with y'all them with Philly, me. it's always it's always a mental aspect, like how they gonna be mentally when yeah, that's where game. Boston but comes other than in. that, I out of out of the East, Boston is definitely gonna be tough. They got some young bulls out there. They got these can't ride with They ready to come up. <laughs> Toronto makes me be good even without Facts. Kawhi. Yeah. Right. Um, Milwaukee, Milwaukee's still Milwaukee. And Giannis looks like he on a fucking mission. He been look like he on a mission. So, yeah. like, the East is yeah. going to be scary to see. Very, I really wish they would have been open seating, but that's a whole other story. Facts. Facts. I got I got Milwaukee coming out the East, man. I think I still think I don't think nobody checking uh checking them boys in Milwaukee right now. And no, I think Philly, Philly, Philly was healthy the whole season. Philly just I don't think this I don't think Philly I don't think, no and B was hurt and B had got hurt. 
You know what I'm saying? I just don't he was, think he was playing shitty the whole season, though. This, yeah, this he was about to pick up basketball. Phillips was hurt from last year. That nigga You'll see Middleton with that crumble. Nigga. Chris Middleton is going to crumble. Well, the thing is, I think we all agree they benefited from the time off. I think all of them for player health. I mean, hooping is hooping in some regards, but these players have so much wear and tear on their body. I think every team has benefited from the time off. Other teams for different reasons, but everybody has has benefited off that. I think healthy, full strength, I think that Philly should if they had a right mind. Giannis is going to be Giannis, but those other guys – and some people got teams that ain't coming back. Like, you know, they talking about today, like, Oladipo money, he not playing. Right. You know, like, that's I mean, a team that could compete. But I feel like they're going to fall out with no Oladipo. Yeah. I'll be if they've been all right. Or, or who else in there? We missing somebody. Boston, Indiana, another team right up the there. Heat, the Heat is tough, yeah, but Miami they just a star away. But, but in reality, tired. though, in reality, healthy, Boston is legit, bro. You know what I'm saying? Boston I, you know, at, we as Laker fans, we ain't going to want to admit it, but let's be 100, you know, oh, yeah. Brad Stevens, great coach, you know, and who don't want to see Laker versus Boston and Lakers get 17 in time? <laughs> you know, so it, 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 it's it's real interesting, though. It, it really is, though. But, I mean, we can't sleep on the Clippers, though, you know. The, the, the West the West is between LA, though, you know, Clippers or Lakers. I, I'm going to throw it out there, y'all fellas, man. I'm a, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm an honest man. If anybody feel real confident about some other teams and your, and your cash app is accessible, we can make some exchanges, okay? I accept all donations, okay? Cash app is uh, open. You know, that's, that's interesting. I mean, look, I, I, I appreciate I appreciate the offer, but I'm not really a gambler. I don't gamble with nothing but the sneakers out of my dick, my brother. So, <laughs> 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 right. This week's episode is sponsored by the Design Lab at Shutter Shock & Co. From logos and business cards to invitations and custom tees, the Design Lab is your one-stop shop for graphics. The Design Lab is the sole creator for copacetic merchandise. Available now. Use your promo code COPACETIC for 10% off your COPACETIC merchandise. Shop now using the link in our bio. Back to the podcast. We're going to move into our next segment, the consciously copacetic segment. So there was this thing that came out, you know, there's been a few couple things that came out this week. Uh, first, you know, the Redskins are changing their name. I don't know. I don't think as of right now, they have not announced what they're changing their name to as of yet. Also, um, Charles Barkley came out and he was saying how the NBA is turning into a circus. You know, we're doing all these symbolic things, you know, black lives matter on the court symbolism on our, on the jerseys and doing all these different things. But where, what, what plan has, have been made for proceeding with actual change? What are you, what has the NBA done to actually make a difference other than create some bubble so they can make money. 
No, I agree with Chuck, man. I I agree. I agree with Chuck a hundred percent. Um, and I know he got some backlash specifically from uh, Stephen A. Who I'm not even gonna talk about my dislike when it comes to Stephen A. On here, this ain't the platform for it. But um, I agree with it, man. I feel like a lot of these things, uh, not even just the NBA, the NFL as well, by doing by doing the, uh, the Black National Anthem, like like we're not asking for these things. You know what I'm saying? I feel like right. it's just one Max. of those like here. Here, let me give you this little bit just so y'all can shut the fuck up and we can keep moving on with the regular program. And I, I mean, honestly, even even with the NBA putting Black Lives Matter on a court or having some type of some type of uh, name or quote or anything on the back of their jerseys, like what is that doing? You know what I'm saying? We're not asking for any of those type of things like that. Where's your money going into? Are you donating to these funds and different things like that? So those are conversations that I feel like that need to be addressed. Um, but all these little small things, these little small tokens of symbolism to, to show that they care about black lives. Of course, you got to care about black lives because if it's if it's not about black lives, then you don't have the NBA, you don't have the NFL at this point. Right, and, right. A lot of I, bullshit. Yeah, well, seeing that though, it's just like you're individualizing us. You know, yes, at the end of the day, it's all love for black people. I, I mean, I love it. We love it. We love to see it, but it's just you're you're making us that one specific race to stick out just as put on a basketball court, Black Lives Matter. You know what I'm saying? After the fact though. Right. Not before, but after the fact. It took for this for you to individualize us as now we matter. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I mean it, it it's it's I agree with Chuck. I agree with Chuck. It's a circus, man. I mean at the end of the day, like what is it doing though? You know what I'm saying? Like like, like, what's what's the big game from this at the end of the day? And I just feel like it's not. It's just, it's one of those things just to show people, hey, we're on your side. But let's be real. If you're not on our side, you don't have an organization at this point. Right. Every 90% of the athletes in your organization are black. You have are to. Black, you have to black <laughs> lives have to matter. Thanks. Yo. Like, black lives matter to these to these owners by default. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, but I don't know, bro. Like I said, we, 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 can, touch, we can get on these topics, but I mean, a lot of motherfucking feelings may get hurt, but I just feel like a lot of that shit, man, is pointless. The same shit with that whole national, that, uh, black national anthem. Like, yeah. what, like, what are we gaining like, from this at the end? Of the you said we didn't ask for this. We didn't yeah. ask you to put Black Lives Matter on the court. You didn't see LeBron say that. You didn't see nobody tweeted out well, that we want on that the on the court or we want that on in front of the White House or in front of Lansing State Capitol. You know. Right. We, we didn't Yo, tell y'all to do this after the fact. <laughs> that's nailing it down. My other thing, like, I, man, E, this was such a good question or a conversation topic to bring up or, like, point out. I think it was very worthy of a discussion, like, and, like, I'm so glad to hear other men, like, speaking and knowing, like, that shit. That shit's all a smokescreen, but it's a word for it. I've been dealing in, like, in the uh, social justice and, and the activism world, and what they call it is performative activism. When we see that, that's the actual term that they want to call it. I said, whatever you call the name, that pump faking shit, that writing Black Lives Matter in the street, renaming streets, you know, acting like changing the national anthem. I think as y'all said, like all those things is just like to make it look good, like you're performing, but they ain't really doing anything. So it's called performative activism. And we see that from large corporations that feed and, 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 and reap the benefits of our black people and athletes. That's what that is. I was like, oh, y'all got a name for that? Oh, so we all agree that that's what that's going on? All right, cool. Right. Performative yeah. activism is bullshit. 
Yeah. They need to do that's more. I that's facts. Fact. I want to go ahead. E. I didn't know that. So that's a good point to uh, bring up. I might name the podcast that actually low key. You know what I'm saying? That, that is a good, nice. that's a good uh, thing. I didn't, I didn't know that at all. That's very informative. Thank you for that. For sure. Um, yes. And it's not even just sports. You know, even though we're talking about sports right now, it's everything. Like, motherfucker quitting the cartoon. Talk about all black people need to do it. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers. The only thing that I've seen that has really been, like, in doing uh, is Colorado taking away, you know, the police being able to use, uh, what's it called, DQ? We talked about it in the last podcast. Um, Whether they can say they're scared. You know what I'm saying? Colorado... A police officer uh, yeah. can't just say he's scared. You know, say so he has to have f- actual proof of something happened. You know what I'm saying? Qualified immunity or something like that. I don't know what it's called. I forgot what it's called. Um, that's the only thing that I've seen out of all the shit that's been going on. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the Breonna Taylor Act as well, how, you know, the police officers can't do a no-knock warrant and stuff anymore. That's another thing that's changed. But, like, out of everything... Those are two little things that have changed. You know what I'm saying? LeBron's reform for the uh, getting um, felons the right to vote, um, his form for that. You know what I'm saying? That's another thing that's in the works as well. But it's been more, like we said, all this symbolism that isn't really changing anything. I don't give a fuck who the voice of Cleveland Brown is. You know what I'm saying? Who gives a shit? That don't mean nothing. I don't even watch that goddamn show. Even if I loved it, nigga, if it was Dragon Ball Z, I don't give a fuck who the nigga voice is. That don't mean shit. You know what I'm saying? They need to, the performative activism, you know what I'm saying? All that smoke screening and shit. We need to have a plan. And that was my point with this whole coming back plan for the NBA. Although I thought the NBA should come back, I mean, they could come back. But they didn't have a plan for coming back. They didn't demand anything from the NBA. You know what I'm saying? They didn't have any setups for like, okay, if we come back and play, we want you to donate this so much to HBCUs. Or we wanted you to promote so many black uh, student college graduates to your executive offices every year. You have to create a program to build them up and train them every year long term you know what i'm saying long term goals building building things up putting things in place you know what i'm saying that was the opportunity for the nba to do that nfl still has the opportunity to do that and they're not doing it so i think that's the thing about i heard shannon sharp play this like shannon sharp say this earlier like we with black people we're making a lot of emotion and a lot of rah rah but we never have a plan and steps to actually to get things done. And that's why we keep falling in the same boat year after year. Yeah. Man, yeah. that's 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 facts, man. I, I agree with you a thousand percent on that. And I feel like it's it's not gonna take on on these owners to to put those things in place. It's gonna take for the players to demand those things. And that's what the LeBrons and the Kawhis and the and the face of the leagues need to step up and demand these things because at the end of the day, there, all the symbolism shit, I can't even say it's a it's a good thing because at the end of the day, I'm still confused as to like what's the point behind it. You know what I'm saying? I think that's why a lot of players like LeBron and Anthony Davis went on record saying that they won't be having nothing on the back of their jerseys or anything like that. 
But my thing is just like, let's put money back into these black communities. Let's put money into these HBCUs. Let's put money, in, you know what I'm saying? To like, if we talk about Black Lives Matter, show me, show me with your with your wallet. You That's, know what I'm saying? Let's 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 let, let, let's talk about some of these neighborhoods that the very players in the NBA grew up in, where there's no rec centers or things like that. But I feel like they 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 expect the players to deal with that when the owners are sitting on billions and billions of dollars, and the thing that they want to do to show us that they own our side is by putting a black Black Lives Matter logo on the court. Like, come on, man. It's a yeah, joke. It's a joke. Yeah, no, I, I definitely yeah. agree with all of those points. And for me, I even have I find myself struggling with the whole concept of like I, I definitely agree with the idea that DQ mentioned about like, you know, we need to start seeing some more demands from the players, but then I feel like there it becomes this this echo chamber, this really cyclical situation where it's like I have to live, I have the lived experience of being a oppressed and then you turn around and ask me how I'm supposed to fix my oppression right so it was like how do I even deal with that and like getting these owners or these CEOs or CFOs to really understand is like you know what I'm saying like for me I work on the tech on the tech industry so like even living in that experience like damn like I got to come to work every day knowing that this is my lived experience and then my manager or my manager's manager is asking me well Brady what do you think about how we should fix this like motherfucker I'm tired right now. Like I'm, I'm out here in the field trying to get shit right. Like how come you can't bring me solutions that I could work with and that I could tell you? But I think that goes back to somebody else's point where they were like, "Why don't we have these long-term programs to start putting people in place?" Um, as far as like retention and progression to start to build some of these people who can start to be representation for us as a people in these boardrooms, in these offices. So when they are coming up with ideas, somebody can raise their hand and be like, uh, excuse me, no, that's really racially insensitive. That's fucking stupid. Right. Don't do that. Facts. Like, so it, it, like I said, it, it's this cycle that we're caught in. And it's like, how do we, like, where do we break the chain to, to, to really enact change in every aspect of it? And it's just like, you never know. And while they're doing all these other things, like, painting BLM on this or saying we we stand with you here but you don't get to see what's happening in the background it's like all of those things are distraction to figuring out a way to break that cycle saying it isn't enough it's, right. it's, it's not enough I think I think about uh I think Brady just like hit on a good point like segue like what I would say is <laughs> another piece that we're not talking about that's uh that's there is the uh, NBA PA the NBA Players Association or like they represent them so uh, you know, there's certain players that are in positions now, like uh, Chris Paul. Chris Paul, yeah. Kyrie Irving. I think Chris Paul is the president of the Players Association mm -hmm. on the yeah. player side. But I say this, like, on the other realm, as far as, like, in the policy and things, that where they got to do a better job of being, like, they should have held out. Like, the players didn't demand anything. I think that's where we started, to where they just came back. And you got to hold the Players Association accountable as former players and the black people that's in there. Now, maybe it's not enough. I can't speak into that, but like, you know, in my world, working in the HR world, that's a big thing, right? And like looking at them, how they could do like, you gotta, you gotta represent the right way and hold that down. And the NBA is actually very transparent. And listen to their players. I think uh, Adam Silver deserves a lot of credit for that and their staff. They listen in comparison to others, but more so the player association and the players definitely should have demanded more. And it'll be interesting to see what they do moving forward because I still think it's an opportunity there. But I don't think that they demanded enough for sure or use the platform 
as they could have. So let's see what they do, though. Let's see. I mean, it's hard when, like, you know, these guys are basketball players and they may not know everything. I don't want to sit here like I know everything or got all the answers. No. They got family. They like, because right now I just need the hoop. You know, sometimes, sometimes you yeah. got to. I think that's really what it is with so, them right now. They just right. really want to hoop. Right now it's like basketball for them, but everybody's kind of finding their way. But I'll be interested to see what uh, the players and the player associations do with this platform moving forward in the long term, I think. I, th- I think another piece to that, because I'm not sure what's been happening for them on a break, but we we have to understand that all of these all of these players, they're fucking contracted employees. So we don't Absolutely. like, you know, if you don't work, you don't eat. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of them might be thinking about aspects like that. And granted, we're still talking about multimillionaires, but just like we were talking about the food, these are people who are used to a certain lifestyle and they want to maintain that. And yeah. even beyond that, they want to start to do as much as they can to generate uh, generational wealth as well. So um, right. I can yeah. definitely see where they're coming from that aspect of like, look, I have to play because otherwise I don't know how, where I'm going to, you know, get these funds from. But I, I definitely agree that there's certainly more that, that could have been done and there's certainly more that still could be done to this day. Listen, I, I would say it like this. I put it in the players' aspect in, in that realm. They going, they going to a bubble and taking this chance to play. Some of them making anywhere from $5 million to $17 million a year. Hell yeah, that contract they're going to play. I would, I would escape for free if I wanted to get some pussy. The bubble line? I, I do it for free. So, so if you tell me you're giving me $17 million a season, that contract, I'm gone. I'm gone. I would get on the plane right now. You know what I'm saying? Now, now what do you <laughs> For the right one, I go for free. Right. Now, what what do you think about uh, the Redskins changing their name? That's fucking too, too little, too late. Like, again, I don't know that much about football, but even, again, we thinking business-minded, you could have been made the decision. When you hey, make the decision, to do this shit. everybody, when you do that, everybody got to, yo, this Redskins shit, oh, now I got to buy a new jersey. Now I got to buy new decals. Now I got to, like, they didn't even think from a business aspect, like, damn, we could have made so much more money by switching shit over. And that's just on the business aspect. Nice. On the social responsibility aspect, it's like, why was this ever the name to begin with? But I don't yeah, know. Why I, I now, prefer man. somebody else. It, no, I mean, seriously, though, why not? Like, this, this shit, this, this, was, this was a topic, this was a topic of discussion years ago. At least and about nothing five happened. years ago, for sure. Five, ten years ago, for sure. Ten years ago. Yeah, ten years, years ago, for sure. All right, well, let me ask you this. Hold on. I seen Stephen A. said the Washington Warriors. He <laughs> <laughs> said the Washington Warriors. Look, but I seen something like that all the names are like, they already got trademark. a copyright. They trademarked. Yeah, trademark. yeah. No, so look, so like, no, so what, what somebody did, what somebody did, somebody in Washington actually went and trademarked all these different names. Smart. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> smart. Yeah. This is smart as hell. They say whatever so, name you want, you want the Washington Tater Tots, you gotta come to me, fam. Yeah. So, yeah. so pretty much whatever whatever name Washington you want to go with, they're gonna have to pay that person. To yeah. release that name to him. So yeah, I mean, that was smart. That was smart. Shout out to shout out to him. Yeah, shout out to him. Get your back. Get your back. I hope I, I hope he was black, man. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> Native American. I hope he was Native American. He's Native American. Get that money. <laughs> now, along with that, do the Indians need to change their names? Do they? They, are, they said they wasn't. The Blackhawks. Do they need to change their names? 
Blackhawks said they wasn't you know either. What I'm uh, but the Black, I, I want to say, but the Black I want to say, there's a lot of, there's a lot of somebody. But right. I think a lot of, a lot of teams like, have gotten like actual consent from particular mm-hmm. tribes. Okay, okay. I think the, the red, I think the red skin is like a, uh, it's derogatory. Like, it's derogatory to them. It's generalized. It's generalized. Like Indians is generalized, but red skins is generalized and derogatory. Right. Ernest, that's what Marshall was. They they used to be they used to be the Redskins, Marshall Redskins, okay. and then they went to the Marshall Red Hawks. Gotcha. Right, they did. Yeah, I remember that. Okay. Yeah. So, I, if it's derogatory, like like if they didn't agree to it, if it doesn't have like some actual real background, like in context, you got to change that. Like I think that should just be unanimous. I say it because it's about Native American people. If this was about Black people, if they had a team called the Niggas. The cold nigga, we do, we do already. We'd be like, that shit gotta go. I don't care what level it is. So, anything that is even potentially, or and I would say in respect to their their culture, if they feel it's offensive, what are we still talking about? Like this should have been changed years ago. Facts, I agree. I agree. But what's a nigger bocker? Nicker bocker? What is that? A (laughs) nick. You know, those are those really are pants. Those the knickerbockers are actually like pants. Okay. Like dead ass. Okay. You in New York, so I'm gonna take your word for it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Anybody got any knickerbockers? <laughs> I ain't got no knickerbockers. They are some khakis. That organization. <laughs> 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 Jim Harbaugh's. You know what I'm saying? They don't make they don't they don't make knickerbockers in big nigger sizes. God damn it. Oh, <laughs> Are you tired of paying unnecessary fees for banking? Do you only use mobile banking anyway and hate going into the branch to handle your business? If so, Chime is the copacetic option for you. It's one of the fastest growing banks in America, charging a total of $0 in fees. Join Chime today using our special code and get a free $50 after your first direct deposit of $200 or more within your first 45 days of opening the account. Find the special code in our Instagram profile and join the Chime family today. You're tuning in to the copacetic hour. To the copacetic hour. Why don't you just chill? Why don't you just chill? Why don't you just chill? Back to the podcast. So we're gonna get into the usually this segment would be the email of the week, but I didn't want to miss it. So we're gonna talk about the entanglement. You know what I'm saying? I, I, the entanglement. You know, so I was gonna do it about next week, but I it would have been too far behind. So I want to talk about it this week. Can you please play the video? You and I were going through a very difficult time. Yeah. And we decided. I was done with your you, ass. Yeah, you kicked me to I the curb. I was done with you. Yeah. <laughs> we Marriages have that, though. Yeah, Marriages have that. Yeah, we basically, mm-hmm. we broke up. And then what did you do, Jada? Well, you know, I think from there, you know, as time went on, I got into a different kind of entanglement mm-hmm. with August. An entanglement? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. A relationship. Yes, it was a relationship. Absolutely. I just wanted to feel good. Mm-hmm. It had been so long mm-hmm. since I felt good. Yeah. And it was really a joy to just 
help heal somebody. Nigga, what the fuck is going on with my dog Will Smith, bro? Like, what the fuck? Like, he didn't tweak out. It's bad. They got him out bad. I was sad right now. Jada out here wilding, yo. Like, it's what the fuck? It's Will fucking Smith. I feel like we all got played, bro. Not like that, though. Not bro. like that, bro. I feel like we all. Got, I think we all got played, bro. I think all that shit. No, I don't even think it was that, bro. I think I think they just play. It's good entertainment. It's good money. Oh, it's it, a trending topic. It, it, was, it had it hit at the right time during it was, Corona. It was. That, that it was. was, it was my, and we, you got to remember, Will Smith was the Fourth of July, and that yes. was the same weekend. He ain't had no box office shit on Netflix or in, in the theaters, so he was like, "I'm gonna get this, get these hits he gonna, off." He's gonna get it anyway. I feel like we all got played, but I also. It came at a convenient time. Um, August album dropped what a week and a half, two weeks ago. Right, that was convenient to him. Um, Still don't know I don't what fuck it with is. the snitching shit though. Like I don't fuck with that rap shit. Like he, mm. he, he is straight snitch for that nigga. He get some pussy, keep it to yourself. All Facts. that fellow talking, going on interviews, talking about some relations with you know what I'm saying with another woman. That's that's especially if it's been over. Yeah, yeah, and it's been over too. So she must have threw that thing on him if he if he got that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's I don't know. Data, bro. I'm a, I'm, they should have a song called Attack Me on there, though. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. I don't honestly hey. think that this is news, but I think they definitely capitalize off the timing situation. Facts. They, they, they not even <laughs> movies right now. I think hey. they've been on some open poly shit. I feel like there's been enough rumors with them, and that's like a thing. They they big time stars. You know these memes so, though so, so, are <laughs> oh my <laughs> they, god. Even though know. they ruined a great um, uh, a great scene in in uh in Bad Fresh Prince, you know what I'm saying? Oh, oh, yeah, because, oh the Fresh thing. Prince scene, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They killed that scene. That was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Fresh Prince yeah. scene, a scene in the clumps. Yeah, that clumps shit was so funny. Much hell, shit up, bro. I haven't even seen the clumps. Man, the mo- the motherfucker, the motherfucker, future me with jaded face on it out. Is oh, looking in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> The thing that all niggas are saying though, this the crazy thing. Every nigga in America wanna fuck Jada, and then you really realize, like, nigga, you could have really been fucking Jada, cause this nigga <laughs> won't. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, bro. I've been, I've been, I've been wanting to smack Jada since Jason Leary's movie came out, man. Facts. Yeah. <laughs> everybody had what? Mm-hmm. But you know, you be like, man, she ain't on that. Now she on that. Yeah. Hey, he won, man. Tough too. I don't think Will was affected. I think all that shit was an act, bro. She, he was looking at her. He was looking. He was looking at her. He was. He was looking like uh, what's that movie? Uh, Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah. Will, the eyes <laughs> and shit. What that mean? That was an act. Yeah. Actors though, they know she how to do that. He said, "I'm gonna do that." I shit, am bro. legendary without you. He said, we're going to do bad boys for without you. This some old shit. This some old shit for them now. He ain't tripping off that no more. If they argue about that shit. This not the, if y'all think this is the first time they talked about that on camera, y'all tripping. <laughs> Listen, they were, man, hell no. They had this conversation ages ago. Hey, hey, that nigga said, that nigga said August was 14 when I did Pursuit of Happiness. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Will Smith is an actor, right? A good actor at that. So yes, his face did look a little like you couldn't tell. But the way <laughs> she told that nigga, like, no, nigga, you don't tell me who I can fuck. I say who I can fuck. 
No, 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 no. When this nigga started telling the story and he referred to this nigga as Og, I was yes. like, you nigga. Uh, <laughs> I would never call no Good man with fucking my queen Good by his short name. Yo, my Facts. nigga Og. My nigga Og. No, Like, so yeah, I, I don't think it's new. I don't think it's new. I've been, I, I think they've been chopped it up. I do think when Will was like, yo, I'm gonna get you back, I, I really felt like he was on that because it's like, it's not about what she did i feel like will he's always been clean kept right so the fact that he she got his business out here like that right he not fucking with that you see that tiana trump shit nigga she said tell will to hit her ass I up that nigga. Yeah. i saw that <laughs> i'm gonna keep it all the way to buck for for as men you know and i think like everybody ain't gonna want to talk about these things but i say this in a relationship dynamic and my experience with the things i respect and keeping it real you know, uh, entanglements happen. Whatever, K, we don't talk about it, right? But how do you make a person look to represent? Like, did you make me look foolish? Nigga. I don't I don't tolerate foolish things. You know what I mean? Like, right. we can talk Nigga, about that. My, but, you know, don't disrespect me. So I think that that's a my, huge part. And that's the thing, like, Will ain't come out like that or whatever. Don't be out here disrespecting me. Don't have me looking crazy. Right. But my question is, my question is, like, <laughs> When the fuck has men ever had an entanglement? When we get caught up in just like, no, you was fucking that bitch. She sucked your dick. Entanglement. <laughs> like, we ain't never had no- I'm about to use that. I ain't, I, ain't, I ain't never said, yo, I took Shorty on a journey. And like, she was pulling out wild words. He was letting me lie. I'm like, what? Hey, but, on some, but on some real shit, though, I felt like all this is just like, he one of the many niggas that was probably on the list. He just the one that got leaked out. You know what I'm oh, saying? Some whole ass shit. That's the that's their lifestyle though. Right. You know what I'm saying? That, that's their lifestyle. I feel like the violation came in when 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 he violated, he put shit out there. That's when the embarrassment thing came in. Cause like I said, we talking about some shit that was years ago. But I think the most disrespectful shit about this whole thing that niggas not talking about is that he met Jaden them, Jaden and Will through through their son, through what's what's his name, Jaden? So that's just like bro, bro, that's just like that's just like me. Is that that's true? Just like, that's just like me bringing. Yeah, bro. That's I didn't know. Like I didn't know that. My homeboy. That's like me bringing my homeboy to meet my meet my parents, and he fucked my mama, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was, like, and it was like when shit, when wow, he was bro. going through his his shit, though. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Jada, Jada, like, mad predator. Og, for like that. you said, when <laughs> all was down and out, you she know, like sick, bro. Oh. She mad. She mad. Like if that was if that was on the other if the shoe was on the other foot and that was Will like Willow. They'd be dragging some shit. Nigga, and Will like yo, we gonna fix her. We gonna get her better. And then he started cracking her shit. This nigga Will be under the fucking jail right now. Ain't no way in the fucking world. Facts. I don't know how it happened, Facts. but I am impressed on some real player shit. I have my play today. That's some player shit that August pulled off there. Wait, okay. she okay. said she she said she Listen. said we we I really I, I really are him and Jaden for real because they may not have been friends. Cuz might just been trying to come over. Okay, so I'm gonna say on that end <laughs> some high level player shit. We talking about Jada Pinkett Smith. Okay, that is that that's 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 a that's, that's a dream. You can't expect him to be responsible in that shit. He don't know Jaden. Fuck Jaden. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> On the other end, he's just, you can't do that on TV on any rules or relationship. You violating cuz that ain't hard. And I'm not saying a man can't have emotions, nor can I am I saying that he shouldn't express those. 
I don't think the format which he did it was acceptable. Like, right. even if you felt that way, that ain't for the that ain't for the world. You can still make your music, talk about the music, cause but don't be doing no sit down. We don't do that. Man, that's not that's not cool. Facts. Facts. I, I would have respected him dropping a bar, like a little hidden bar on one of the songs or something. You know what I'm saying? Versus a whole. He did. He did. He he dropped a song even before this last album came out. Yeah. He dropped a couple. I remember names. that though. The song was like after her middle it. name and shit. So he tried yeah. to let niggas know. He was like, "Oh, this shit ain't hitting. We'll wait for this. Wait till this album drops." Right. But like, I just want, I just want women, I just want women to keep that same energy when it's our turn. When I, I want to be able to say, "Oh, I was entangled. I was entangled. <laughs> I, I just wanted to feel good. Lord knows I, I haven't felt good." And so I would have, come on, man. We was looking at her like, "We want on camera." Uh, man. <laughs> Facts. 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 So. Moral of the story is something wrong with Will. He ain't the nigga who I thought he was. God damn it. <laughs> and Jada. He is not the legend we thought. And Jada won't. <laughs> and, and Jada really don't like Will. She just settled for a nice, decent band. Jada really want a hood nigga. And it, it, Tupac died, so it is what it is. That's what, <laughs> that's what happened. That's what happened. Moving into our last segment of the podcast, the. Hood situation. Who? Hood situation. Why? Hood situation. Because shit be happening in the hood. So today's hood situation is a would you rather. Okay. So I feel like, yeah, we all got significant others, I I do believe. Not totally. Oh, we don't. My bad. So either we all have had significant others. You know what I'm saying? Let's put it like that. Would you rather get your ass beat in front of your kids or would you rather get your ass beat in front of your girl? Damn. Oh, you can get a new girl. Them kids is forever, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, it, I think it gotta, it gotta be. Like, <laughs> you, you do that, you That's can challenge in front of your That's kids. Tough. It's over, bro. <laughs> right, and then on top of that, if... For, and you, it's easy to split with her because, like, if you get done in your ass beat, you can look at her like, "Bitch, why didn't fucking help me?" <laughs> if I got about to say, if I got my ass beat in front of my girl, that means you got your ass beat too, because I know you' right. Facts, facts, facts. <laughs> so, I, don't, I don't know, man. We it, just took it, that. It was just a video of this girl getting demolished in the store. That uh, I don't know if y'all saw that video. A uh, girl got her ass beat in the store in front of her dude, and that nigga just sat there too. Oh hell no! Not happening. No. Oh, that's no, he, he might have been fucking shorty. He might have been fucking other shorty I, though. I couldn't even absorb this. I'm still absorbing both of these scenarios, <laughs> and I think it's real evil shit. And he's the result of this. I got I got a bounce back either one of these. Way yeah, it's got to be legendary because you got to fuck fuck who you did it in front of either one. You gotta come back like a champion. You gotta come back like wow. That's scary. Yeah, yeah but with the kids with, in front of your kids though, like your kids supposed to look at you like you fucking Superman. So like, right. and then how you gonna yeah. strike fear in your kids eye when it's like, yo, my nigga, like, the white beat your ass last week, nigga. I take you right now. <laughs> you, nigga, you, ain't yelling, you ain't yelling, you ain't yelling Tyrone like that when he was whooping your ass. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna take the woman. I'd rather lose in front of the woman hypothetically. You know why? The kids gotta they, like like my man said, they gotta stick with it, right? That's gotta stick with you, right? Right. Yeah. But if you lose, your woman lose with you too, as she should, 
You're going to go home. The kids are going to never forget it. Y'all might give you some pussy that night. You're going to get some sympathy pussy that night. Like, y'all might tell why y'all have sex. <laughs> like, I, like I said, that means we both got our ass beat because I know you're right. Facts. Make love. Y'all going to cry while y'all have sex. For sure. Facts. If, I get beat, if I get beat up in front of my girl, I got to just break up with her at that point. Hey, it's over, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's over. Hey, y'all going to be happy for you. Like, you need to say all that shit with Tyrone with your ass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, you got to think about it, too. Don't, don't let it. Don't let, don't let some months go by and then y'all get into to an argument somewhere out in public, oh, yeah. you having a double date or some shit. She like, oh, how about we tell them about when Tyrone whooped your ass? Yeah, sure. Remember, remember when we were in the hospital the for table. a couple of days? Like, big oh, Joker. Yeah. That's her big Joker. She win. Big Joker on the table. Everybody throw it in. Big Joker on the table. Y'all funny. Oh, man. So everybody unanimous, that girl, CD, you got to get beat up in front yeah. of your girl? Yeah. It gotta be a girl, not my kids, though. I can't explain that shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Me? Yeah, I'd rather get beat up in front of my girl. God damn it. You know what I'm, I'm with Fitz. The end, the end scenario ain't gonna be a good one. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And, bro, you, and you, gotta, you gotta break up with her, bro. You gotta get your ass beat, then break up with her right after. <laughs> I'm about to say, E, you married too, so you yeah, you just gotta right, sit with that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And then you married, y'all ain't had kids yet? Sure. No. That's gonna be passed down from generation to generation. <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> God damn kids it. Kids gonna be like, who's Tyrone, daddy? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Facts, facts, facts. <laughs> we'll go ahead in the podcast. We'll go ahead in the podcast there. About almost at two hours. You know what I'm saying? Giving y'all hit ups. Let them know where they can find you at. Anything you got going. Let them know so we can support. You know what I'm saying? A thousand listens every episode. So I want to make sure they support y'all. Let's get it. Yeah, thanks for having me again, E. Once again, it's your boy, Brady B. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Brady underscore McBadass. Uh, right now, still back in the lab trying to get this music shit together. But for any previous work, you can check me out on streaming platforms under Leon Tate. But again, stay stay dangerous or you will be in danger. Facts. Hey, thanks for having me, E. Nice meeting some of you and connecting with my brothers. Creep life till I die, baby. Wonderful. I wish y'all all the best. Also, check me out. I got new things coming in my podcast. This is one of my logos, Human Anonymous, brought to you by Bad Decisions Entertainment. You can check us out on Twitter at Decisions ENT and also on Instagram, bad underscore decisions underscore ENT. Lots of things coming real soon. It's the world, baby. Hit Thank him, you. Hit them up. Yeah, like like bro said, all love, man. Follow me on Snap, RP Dom, all day, every day. All you day. know, it's love, man. You know, appreciate you having me, Big E. It's always love. Facts. Pleasure being back, man. You can follow me on all platforms, Twitter, Instagram, at Siddle Diddle for comedy, all type of content. Give me a follow. Facts. Yeah, man, man, this DQ, man, appreciate it. Uh, actually being back, man, it's been a little minute. Um, platforms, uh, Snap, Twitter. IGDQ underscore 11. Um, got the group homes going on here in Kalamazoo, Michigan, man. So any resources, anything that you guys have that can kind of be helpful in getting this thing up and running, man, hit me up. Facts. Hit him up. Hit him up. And I am your host, Five. You can hit me up at Notorious underscore B-I-G underscore E on IG 
or hit the podcast IG, The Copacetic Hour. Hit our new website, www.thecopacetichour.com. All these videos are on YouTube. Everything is on our website. We're going to leave you with our mantra. Please protect your peace, secure your wealth, and define your destiny. This is the Copacetic Hour. Peace. Why don't you just chill? Why don't you just chill? Why don't you just chill?